0: Remember, Jacob Supply, quality building materials at wholesale prices. And now, on to the show. Hey, Jason, you know we love supporting brothers and sisters in the Lord, businesses that love reform theology. Oh, yeah. And we have another good one for you here. Reform Sage. Mm. We love this guy. Nick is a friend of ours, and he Great just stuff. has an awesome store. He's got a big online following on Facebook, and we've been blessed by him. Reform Sage has everything from, you know, T-shirts and mugs, to iPhone cases yep. and coasters. Heck, I'm wearing one of his T-shirts right now. Yeah, Old you Bay are. Bay God Defy Tyrants. He has sold so many of those T-shirts, and they're just really cool. Yeah. The shirts are comfy. You know, they fit well. They hold up in the wash, and the designs are pretty cool. And so, guys, if you're listening to us, we want to make sure that you're supporting guys like this. Go check out Reform Sage at ReformSage.com. Jason, I know you like their stuff as well.
1: Definitely. And he is an awesome dude.
0: Yeah, Nick's the man. Yep. And he's been on our podcast. Yes, So we like him, and we want you guys to support him. So make sure you check out reformedsage.com. Go there for gear. And then Reform Sage on his Facebook page as well, too, where he has great discussion questions and just brings all glory to God. Amen. Thanks, guys. Now back to the show. Some rock and roll for y'all right there. <laughs> oh man. Dead men walking back in studio. So I love it. silly. My favorite hour of the week.
1: You ever notice whenever that thing ends, you always go yeah and i go
0: yeah <laughs> i don't know all right you become a you become, <laughs> become like a black gospel preacher for i don't know
1: or either that or like a rock and roll all of a sudden you know rock band oh uh,
0: well it's just a good riff
1: yeah yeah
0: um we got to sit down and get some more of that yeah man i'm too. down let's do it uh whenever you want jason how you doing brother
1: i'm doing awesome man how's your summer going i haven't really seen you much
0: oh uh, pretty good you're on yeah. vacation all the time you know? do you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where's been, the drop? <laughs> my job is vacation. <laughs> it's been going good. You know, we had uh, no rain in June. We had nothing but rain in July. Yeah. Going to head to Lake Michigan uh, next week for a week. Go camping nice. with the uh, family and some other uh, homeschoolers and, and friends that we have. Homeschoolers. Oh uh, Yeah. Got to keep homeschooling weird, man. Yeah, you do. Uh, I love it. I love it. It's been good. How about you?
1: Yeah, we we took a a little, little vacay last week to St. Joe's, Michigan, and Mm. it is absolutely gorgeous. Three different beaches, ran up the dunes. Um, My family decided to pick the dune that was straight up. And uh, (laughs) it it was like the the ski slope, you know, it's like, was that black, the black diamond? Black diamond. Okay. yeah. Yeah. So I was doing that going up and uh, I was holding holding Hemsley all the way up. And uh, yeah, so I went up, once I got to the top, I was just breathing heavy and sweating and it was thinking one, it of how was, I wish I wouldn't have ate that second donut.
0: Yeah, you're like, why did I eat a Chipotle burrito before I came <laughs> yeah. to the dunes? Oh, That's man. the one you look up at and you're like, this is for the family. Okay, know, right? Kids will like it if I climb yeah. this thing. I'll no, be down a cool
1: little though. bit, guys. Um, no, but it was a lot of fun.
0: <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, we're having a summer's... uh Geez. Over halfway over. Yep. And uh, it's a little depressing because the older I get, the more I love summer too. It's wild. I'm sure some yeah. of the listeners out there, especially the ones in the uh, south that it's always summer, man. It's right. Like they just have a different attitude down there. Yeah. Man, uh, the older I get though, the more I'm like living in flip flops.
1: I know. In yeah. Sandals. I know. Yeah. I'm
0: usually like uh, dress up, put the shoes on, the jeans. I'm, I was a real fall person. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, get me in the sun. I'm, think, I'm outside working without a shirt on. Well, it's around. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> well, I had to well put done, up a 45 foot garage so people couldn't yeah, see right. me from the road. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. I don't want them to get blinded.
1: No, I. I mean, I. I was just talking to Mandy about something the other day um, about how uh, you know in your 20s you're you're like oh man. I'm ready to debate a person. I'm just, you know, let's, let's go after, let's, let's talk about something. Sure. Right. Republican against liberal, blah, blah, blah. Once you're in their thirties, it's like, blah, blah, a little you slower, know, a little slower. Yeah, and yeah, then okay. by the time you're in your forties, it's like, I just want a sandwich, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's one of those, man. I think around 35, I started wearing the flip flops, but uh, uh, you just, yeah.
0: you just don't debate anyone unless it's over lunch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like, where do you want to go to dinner?
0: Can we grab a Euro, you know, Uh while we uh, talk about this? Man. Because that's the only way I'm going to do it.
1: But how many times do you have to ask uh, your significant other where she wants to eat, if you do go out to eat, right? Or yeah. do you not have that? Do you, do you have that?
0: No, not too much. No. Uh, we usually are pretty set on one or two places that we like, but we don't try a lot of new places. That's oh, we problem. try
1: new places all the time, and we're always like, oh, let's go to... You know, let's go down here uh, to Benchmark. Oh, let's go over to Mancy's Italian. I don't know. You know, and you're trying to figure out, oh, should we go downtown, you know?
0: See, but I have a life hack for that because I'll go to my wife. I'll say, guess where I'm taking you out to eat <laughs> yeah, and right. she goes, where? There like, you guess. go. In the yeah, first yeah. place she guesses, that's where we That's go. where you go. <laughs> that's where we go. It's called the internet life hack. I love it. The internet is good for something. Yeah, right. Oh, well, guys, thanks for uh, joining us uh, on the podcast. We're going to talk about capitalism today. Ooh. Oh, ho, ho,
1: ho. You guys ready?
0: I should have had my uh, drop ready. Wait, maybe we'll do try it, it, it. again. Uh, we're going to talk about capitalism today. <laughs> oh, man, you need to do voiceover work as an evil genius.
1: <laughs> I think I could do oh, a few different you ones, it. you know?
0: Oh, uh, but, you know. But only you. Oh my goodness you got a set of lungs
1: uh, i'm sorry
0: man i'm surprised you can still do that We're after go- <laughs> smoking cigars i
1: know These, uh, yeah just the joke. cigar the cigar life
0: oh man but uh yeah we want to talk about it a little bit because mm-hmm. um everyone's talking about it i feel like yeah. this whole generation over the last five years uh a lot a lot have been just looking at capitalism a different light than Jaded. previous generations yeah. right yeah, like I feel like our parents and our grandparents understood what it meant to be in a capitalist society. Yeah, um, but now we have the younger generation saying we don't want capitalism. We want yeah, they want the socialism. They want the and benefits of
1: capitalism, but they don't want the capitalism.
0: And then just making maybe reading some proof texts in the Bible, and you know. I never want to be that person that's like, Jesus was a libertarian. Jesus was right. a Democrat. Jesus was a Republican. Jesus was a capitalist. But it's like, there are godly principles that define how the world works. Right. And there are some economic systems that actually, not, I don't want to say exploit those, mm-hmm. but take advantage of those godly principles yeah right um reaping what you sowing is a godly principle what you put into the ground that's what's going to grow um and we're going to get into some of that but i think we want to do did we want to do a little newsy news yeah let's do a quick
1: little newsy news what do
0: you think yeah
1: let's do this up
0: now i have not heard any of these uh subjects so who knows uh
1: it's just one
0: (laughs) just one subject (laughs) okay let's talk about it here we go News. The news. The newsy newsy news. The news. The news. The news and news news, news, news. news. We got the news. And there it is. The Tom Tom Askel's favorite song. Newsy news. <laughs> and if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to our Tom Askel episode right. or watch it on YouTube.
1: <laughs> so today, I just wanted to uh, give a couple factoids. Okay. From our buddy from Blaze TV, who was on the podcast um, a little while ago. We saw him out at the, uh, the rally in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Steve Dace, if you are listening, we are using your proper Facebook <laughs> messages.
0: Your proper name? I called him the wrong name. For the <laughs> I know, time. I know,
1: right? Well, uh, to be honest, I just learned um, that it was Dace, um, but uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, here we go. Um, the CDC just placed Israel on its level 3 travel advisory for covid which is its second highest alert israel is the second most vaccinated nation on earth
0: israel's the most second most vaccinated it is
1: the second most vaccinated nation on earth but they are at um uh, the level 3 travel advisory for covid what? which which makes zero sense i thought
0: the vaccine gets rid of covid
1: exactly no and yeah and it and it's just I don't know the narrative. The narrative is just breaking down. Um, oh, so breaking down, right? right? Yeah. So, um, oh, and and by the way, he posted that today. What okay. is it, July?
0: I don't know when is this being prerecorded. This
1: July twenty 7th. 7th? 6th? Yeah, we'll 7th. go with twenty seventh. Okay. Um, uh, and here is the second newsy news from Mr. Steve Dace. Um, this is from yesterday. Um, but this is from July twenty fifth. July twenty fifth was the twelfth consecutive day Sweden, a nation of ten point two million, failed to record a single COVID death. Country has the lowest mass compliance in the EU and reports just thirty nine percent fully. Vaccinated.
0: Wow! So herd immunity actually does work,
1: right? And they never shut down, did they? Right? No,
0: they did not shut down. And then we just saw. I think Steve also uh, posted a few days before that that I read mm-hmm. about a study done. I want to say by Emory from Emory. Emory. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Uh, about how yeah people who have had COVID have a robust yeah. uh, immune immunity, system yep, for right what months after? Right. And this is a top twenty uh, university in the world. Mm-hmm. So like you just said, Jason, the, the, uh, talking points, yeah. the narrative is really breaking down and it's getting harder and harder for government officials, politicians, you know, bureaucrats to cling to that false narrative right. that we're all going to die. We all have to mask up. We all have to lock inside when in fact, some of the more fringe, uh, personalities of our culture were actually right.
1: Using data, using and, data yeah, yeah. and just going, well, let's Actual analyze truth. this. Yeah.
0: Uh, You know, logically, and with science, and with all these tools that God has has given us, and you know, I saw a meme a few days ago, and some guy he posted, no, not a meme, it was a, it was a tweet, and he said, honestly, conspiracy theories should just be called spoiler alerts, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) because it was like that's awesome, conspiracy made in the Wuhan lab, and it was like nope, and it's like conspiracy, you know, Fauci was paying them, you know, funded them, and it's like nope, that's true now, that's actually true, Uh, you know, conspiracy. like all these conspiracies that for the last year and a half people have been, you know, been made fun of and ridiculed, and now it's all coming true. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> I think one. Spoiler alert, it's a conspiracy theory, but I think the word conspiracy theory is thrown around way too loosely just like uh racist is. Exactly. Yeah. If everyone is a conspiracy theorist, no one is. Right. If everyone is a racist, then no one is. No one. So it's it's kind of uh just crazy to me, like you said, this is breaking down and hopefully, hopefully we don't try I, I saw a few states here in the United States try to, you know, I know California said, oh, we've got eleven we've got eleven people that are sick. We yeah. want to LA County, we gotta go back into the mask. And it's like it didn't really fly. Right. So I'm thinking people's common sense overall. Um the conscience that God has uh, you know, given us is uh hopefully stronger than you know, these idiots at yeah, the top. Right. Well, you know, I, agenda.
1: I also heard a uh, uh, uh I think it was Ben Shapiro. Yeah. It might have been who it was, but he said that six out of ten people, are afraid to say what they think or believe. Wow. Yeah, there was a new study uh, done. Well, that's, that's and the it, point. It's right? like yeah, the, the authoritarian, yeah. you know, regime is just saying no. This is this is what you need to do. If you don't agree with me, I'm gonna get in your face. I'm gonna you know come after you. What did Maxine want? Didn't she say that? Yeah. She said get in their face. You know, break them down. You know, and it's and it's all about this like. You better you better go along with what we say, um, or else situation. Well,
0: I mean know? that's the playbook authoritarianism. Yeah. That is the playbook. Like silence all objections. Right. Uh, silence the enemy. So then you can you know run roughshod over whatever it is that you want to do. Yeah. And uh, man, that's sad. Six hundred ten people. because yeah. I do not live that way. Yeah. I, I, know. I really don't care what people. <laughs> right. think. I know you don't. You're, no. But you're much more. I, I wish I could get a little more. I, oh, what's the word? Like couth or like? I
1: try to. You know um, to lube, uh,
0: strategically. Strategic. Yeah, that's a good word. Say what? Uh, I was gonna, what? I was going to say lube up the conversation. Yeah, but that doesn't, well that that doesn't. That yeah, weird. yeah. You
1: might need to cut that out. But
0: um, my um, butt no, no. you know, mechanics use lube. I'm not talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah, right. But yeah, no, and I think this goes along with what we were about to talk about with capitalism. I mean, we're we're definitely running into segue. um, uh, Yeah, right. We're we're uh, running into a generation that um, wants the benefits, like I said earlier, wants the benefits of capitalism, but does not want capitalism. And that you know, I mean, you know, what we're about to talk about is possibly could this could this be the one that breaks the camel's back? Could this be the one that people are like? <laughs> I am not listening to these guys ever again. Well, well listen,
0: we've already—they love Jeff Bezos
1: and every millionaire, yes.
0: and that's not what we're saying. A bunch of Doctor Evils, chill out. owning Doctor Evils <laughs> yeah, on that right. podcast. Right. Well, if you're more of a liberal-leaning uh, Christian or non-Christian, you're listening to this. We've already triggered you because we've said the word capitalism and Ben Shapiro. <laughs> so I mean, right? right? I mean, he- and
1: authoritarianism.
0: Oh, whoops! We- oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Which Ben Shapiro, the first ever Jewish Nazi? Did you know that? Serious. Yeah, he's been man. called a white supremacist wow. Nazi.
1: He is. As a Jewish person. He's ahead of his in, time.
0: Interesting. <laughs> he's ahead of his <laughs> Starting a new trend. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, we weren't. were we are going to get in trouble yeah, for this. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, we, we wanted to talk about it, but I also just want to, you know, like I said, I'm not making a case for, I don't know if I'm going to, you know, I want to necessarily make a case that, that capitalism is biblical because there's lots of things wrong with capitalism mm-hmm. too. Yeah, Cause there's also, yeah. there's a, there has to be safeguards in capitalism because you can get to a point to where greed, yeah. um, you know, uh, treating your profitable, all employees
1: wrong. And and that's,
0: and that's going to happen because we live in a fallen world. Yeah. Right. But I look over the landscape of all the different economic systems that I'm familiar with, whether it be communism, dictatorship, monarchy, socialism, and capitalism. And you look at the history of capitalism and you see that capitalism has done more good and has lifted more people out of poverty In the history of this universe, in mankind, than any other economic system ever. Okay. We actually, if you look at global statistics, you'll see that uh, more people are being lifted out of poverty because of capitalism at a higher rate in the last 50 years than ever in the history of the world. Now, what does that mean? Well, that means people, because it's generational, the wealth is generational, I don't think people necessarily see it. If you talk to a 15 year old or a 20 year old right now, and They say, well, we're at the poverty line, right? Yeah. My family is at the poverty line, which I believe someone can fact check this, but I think if it's a single uh, family parent uh, household income of under 26,000 and it's like under 32,000 now hmm. is if, if your dual income yeah. is considered poverty. Hmm. Uh, but if you look at those people who are saying that, they own televisions, yeah. they own multiple cars, they own phones. uh they own uh, tablets and phones. Yep. Um they're usually doing some type of extracurricular activity. Mm-hmm. They eat three meals a day. Um and that's our that's our standard now for poverty. Right. Now go back 150 years in this country or somewhere else. Go mm-hmm. back 200 years. Go back 500 years and see what the standard for poverty was. Right. So we've even capitalism has actually lifted the standard of poverty to a point to where 50 years ago, uh, or not even 50, 20 years ago, if you had a a Blu-ray DVD player, Mm. you were you were pretty well off. Oh yeah. Now guess what? You have a blue. Ray essentially better blu-ray dvd player in your phone do you remember the, at the poverty level
1: the cd player when it was like seven hundred dollars or sure. something
0: outrageous but, yeah uh, i was technically uh, growing up in at the poverty level and we had the first my father was in a in computer wholesaling we had the first cd-rom in our neighborhood people didn't even huh. know what it was they go what is a cd-rom that's yeah. back when you still put rom on the end of it yeah yeah because it was like random <laughs> access memory i don't know what it stood for but uh and that was pretty funny living in a little 50 foot trailer and I had a had a $900 CD ROM drive. (laughs) But my whole point was, is that capitalism has lifted people out of poverty to, to the point to where now the standard for what impoverished is, is much, much higher. Right, and when we're talking about capitalism, I think we should define that too. That you know, it's it's a mutually beneficial exchange for labor and goods. Right. Okay, Uh, that's free market, and that's capitalism. And and I'll probably be saying those words closely because free markets usually follow capitalism, and capitalism usually follows free markets. Yep. Did you have an official uh, definition? Yeah, I could read it, yeah. What's the Um, Webster's definition? uh, An
1: economic and political system in which a country's trade and industry are controlled by private owners for profit Mm. rather than by the state.
0: Wow, awesome. So my first thought there is... One, um, I love the freedom that capitalism allows you to have in personal choices. Yeah. And the Bible is full of people making personal choices. In fact, um, you know, capitalism protects personal property rights. It protects um, uh, uh, workers' rights. Uh, and if you look at like even the Ten Commandments, three of the Ten Commandments are very capitalist and even libertarian in nature that they deal with personal property rights mm. and per- and. Personal rights. Yeah, uh, you shall not murder. I'm not allowed well, to go. Why not? <laughs> I'm not allowed to go harm someone else. Right? That's yeah. me and myself. That's my personal pro- I'm, my personal property. You shall not commit adultery. Huh. You, you can't uh, take someone else's privacy.
1: Tell them that God's gonna cut you down.
0: <laughs> you shall not steal. Ooh. If uh, if God was okay with the re- redistribution of wealth through an economic system, mm-hmm. um, I don't think he would have made that commandment. You shall not steal from someone or a group. Yeah. And what people have to realize is you know, socialism and communism is a form of, of theft by force. Mm-hmm. If I come in and a government owns the means of work, which is socialism, or the government controls... Uh, the, the work and the people and the personal property, which is communism. Well then now, now how are you getting that personal property or mm. that labor? You have to remember too, you know, when a government demands that someone perform something for someone, right? You have to perform abortions for X, Y, or Z. Well, you're stealing their labor from them. Mm. And the Bible says you can't steal labor from people. Yeah. So it's still theft. Yeah. Right. And they do it. They do it with force. They do it with the, you know, Hey, we're going to send, Guns to your house. Right. Force you to do it by law. Um, everyone has to realize that when you're in a system to where a government body takes and redistributes, it's always at the end of a gun. Mm. And I know that sounds like harsh language, but um, it is because eventually you don't pay your taxes. You're going to have police show up with guns, with a warrant, arrest you. If you are stealing from someone or you're not doing a, uh, a, you know, a government uh, law, it eventually is always enforced with a gun and by force. Yeah. Right. And in capitalism, you have the freedom to make deals that are mutually beneficial to each person.
1: And that's and that's the thing that always throws me off. Whenever someone is saying, I'm not making enough somewhere, well, you agreed to what you're getting paid from that employer when you show up the first day, you know, or in your interview or whatever. And it's like, well, if you have a problem with what you're getting paid, your compensation. Um, I mean, you know, without bringing in every argument you could think of, um, go to your boss (laughs) and talk to him about that and see if there's a way around that.
0: The dead Men walking podcast is sponsored by Greg Moore at informed solutions, realty with over 50,000 residential commercial and property valuation transactions completed. Informed solutions, realty is your premier real estate brokerage in Michigan. Whether you're buying or selling a home or business, Greg Moore at Informed Solutions Realty can help you. And right now, all Dead Men Walking listeners will receive a complimentary property valuation report, which is a $100 value. Visit www.gregmore.realtor or call 734-731-GREG for more information on how much your property is worth and how you can get it sold fast. That's www.gregmore.realtor or call 734-731-GREG dead men walking is also sponsored by meriwether farm as followers of christ we are called to feed the poor show compassion and mercy and make disciples of him and that's exactly what meriwether farm does Through Farm and Food Ministries, Meriwether Farm is dedicated to serving the underprivileged and those in need in their community, showing the love of Christ and making Christ known. Meriwether Farm is a nonprofit charity that fulfills its kingdom mission by partnering with listeners like you. For more information on how you can get involved or donate, visit www.mwfarmministries.org. That's www.mwfarmministries.org. We are also brought to you by Threads Baby Boutique. Hand-sewn and made right here in the USA, Threads Baby Boutique Etsy shop is a must-visit. With unique clothes and accessories for infants, toddlers, and young children, you're sure to find the perfect ensemble at the Threads Baby Boutique. Children are a blessing from the Lord. Why not bless them with this perfect gift and see what thousands of satisfied customers are talking about? Visit www.etsy.com and search Threads Baby Boutique. Or connect with them on Facebook at Threads Baby Boutique. And now, back to Dead Men Walking.
1: Um, I I think with capitalism, we paint the CEOs that make millions, possibly billions of dollars, you know, as just these people that are just money hungry and all this other stuff. And it's like, yeah, possibly, because evil is in the hearts of men, right? So, I mean, here we are. Um You know, where people now are saying, I want to flip a burger and get paid fifteen dollars an hour well, guess what there's people that you know are educated that can 't even find that fifteen dollar an hour job and not to say that you can 't be educated without going to college without you know whatever I mean like you can still you know make a make a great wage, obviously, but all i 'm saying is fifteen dollars an hour to flip a burger. Um, without it being like a, a fancy restaurant, <laughs> you sure. know, we're talking about fast food. We're talking about, you know, but that, uh, flipping the fries over, you know, or whatever. But and uh, that's
0: a good distinction is if it's a fancy restaurant, those burgers are selling for maybe 15 or $20 right. to where uh, McDonald's is not. So it comes down yeah. to a profit margin as well. Mm-hmm. But I, but I would say to those people, uh, I want more money and your boss says, no, well, then maybe that's what you're worth. So then mm-hmm. you have to introspect, which people don't like to do, especially the younger generation to then look at. Yourself and say, okay, how can I become more valuable to right. the company or to another company, mm-hmm. right? Um, because the Bible talks about people agreeing to certain wages and being mm-hmm. grateful for that wage that they agreed to. Yeah, and where is that? That you, is so. Like, yeah, we can read it really quick. So like Matthew? Math, yeah, Matthew twenty. Um, we'll read it very quickly here. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. Because no one has hired us, they said. And he said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. Now listen (laughs) to this last part. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received the denarius. So when those who were Hired first, they expected to receive more, but each one of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, I am not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the one who has hired the last the same that I gave you don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money or are you envious because I am generous? Mm, Wow. That's awesome. And obviously it finishes with the famous uh, Christianese verse that everyone knows is. So the last will be first and the first will be last. Right. Right. And I think this is such a good representation of an economic system to where people are free to choose whether or not they want to work and they are also free to choose a wage, right? Like when you go to a job and they say we're hiring at $20 an hour, well, you can choose to apply there right. and expect to make $20 an hour. And in turn, you're making a contract, whether verbal or written, that you are going to produce $20 an hour worth of value right. to that company. Or guess what? They're probably going to lay you off, fire you, get rid of you when they don't need you. I always told my uh, sales staff, uh, if you're getting paid $20 an hour, do $25 an hour worth of work and you'll never be fired right? because that just makes good business sense yeah. for the business owner. But unfortunately, even within the church, a lot of workers now are very ungrateful towards businesses that provide them a a wage. Right. Um, I saw it all the time in Fortune 500 companies. Oh, we hate this company. They're evil. They're this. And I'm going, you're making $85,000 a year as a salesperson in the mid-2000s with full benefits. Like, be grateful.
1: Right, exactly. You know,
0: which the Lord commands us to, to be grateful in all things. Right,
1: right. And I mean, I I did work at Ford, um, and I was in a union. Um, And again, I mean, the union does fight for you. Um, you know, and, and it's one of those situations where it's like, some people are just like, man, I'm just happy to be in here. I have benefits, you know? Um, and then you, you kind of have the split down the middle where some are just saying, I'm, you know, they're, they're a billion dollar company and I'm only making, you know, so much money. But again, I, my, my first argument that I just said, and what, Greg just read. I mean, this is you agreed to a certain wage, you know, and it's not to say that you don't have, you know, your union can't try to, you know, make things happen. Um, and yet, and like I know everyone has this straw man that they're thinking of right now, right? What's that? This, this just like, well, you know, but they're doing backdoor deals and they're doing this and they're doing, and it's like no, just just. Try to stay on on course with the capitalism conversation, (laughs) you know, right?
0: Well, that's always going to happen in a fallen world. Right, How much worse is that going to be under socialism or communism as well? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, exactly. uh, That's true. I would say.
0: It's like we're not, like we said, we're not sitting here and I want to defend capitalism and say it's 100% perfect. There's crony capitalism, which I hate. Yeah. Uh, Corporations getting in bed with government to make laws that benefit them. Mm -hmm. That is not true free market. Right. You know, the best way I can explain a true free market would be, you know, there's a there's a guy and he's standing in his yard and he needs a hole dug for an apple, apple tree that he's going to plant. Mm. And he's got $20 in his pocket. And he goes, man, I really don't feel like digging that hole, right? Mm-hmm. There's a guy walking by and he goes, what are you doing? And he says, well, I need a hole dug. And the guy goes, yeah, how much would you pay someone to dig it? He goes, uh, $20, it'll probably take an hour. And the guy goes, yeah, I'll dig it for you. Guy hands him $20, he starts digging the hole. What just happened there? was that the man that had needed the hole, dug needed the hole worse than he needed the $20. Mm. And the man who walked by needed the $20 worse than he needed his hour of labor. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. That's a mutually beneficial free exchange of mm-hmm. labor and money. Yeah. That's a free market. That's what capitalism tries to induce. Yeah. Because when everyone is free to make a mutually beneficial exchange like that, mm-hmm. not only do you get the most profit in the end, but you get the most uh, productivity, you get the most efficiency, and you get the and you usually. Get the most innovation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I love it when you have the younger generation tweeting from their thousand dollar smartphone about the you know the qualms of capitalism. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Exactly. Well, put put down your designer phone, your tablet, your phone. Your yeah. Go you, build. Go build sa- something. Your safe car like that, do you, something. that you <laughs> uh, that you that uh, you you know drive. It's just it's just ridiculous that we can long grass is greener. Right. We long right. for something that we think is better mm-hmm. when in fact we have a we have a global history of socialism and co- communism that has just murdered destroyed. millions of people and destroyed yeah. countries. Yeah. And we go, Oh no, we want that right. because there's free stuff. Well, I mean, free stuff <laughs> does have a very strong draw. You're right. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Proverbs says as much mm-hmm. like the, the sluggard can barely roll over in his bed to eat, to eat in the morning, lift yeah,
1: it, lift his arm up, lift his hand back up, his from his bowl. Hand up
0: from the from the bowl. Uh, because he's so used to, uh, you know, being given things. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I read the Bible, when I go to like Proverbs 31, and every Christian believer who's a male here who is not married yet wants a Proverbs 31 wife, right? right? It's a cliche, but that's Mm -hmm. what we look for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Proverbs 31 says this, uh, verses 16 through 18, she considers a field and buys it, okay? First of all, she's buying She's smart. Her, she's buying private property. <laughs> she's smart. She's investing with the fruit of her hands. Oh, work ethic, mm, right? She's mm. working that property that she owns. She plants a vineyard. So she's creating a product. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. Not a, not afraid to roll up the sleeves yeah. and do a little work. This goes for men and women. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable, Oh, the P word. Wow. That's the new P word that no one likes to profit. Like it's a bad thing, <laughs> right. which we can talk about that. And her lamp does not go out at night. So what does that mean? Mm. Her lamp doesn't go. She's working long hours. Yeah. She's got a product. She's making sure it's profitable. That sounds like a business owner. To exactly. Me. That sounds like, a, it sounds like a capitalist. Yeah. So here we have the most wise man in the Bible, Solomon, talking about what a wise woman looks like. Mm-hmm. And he's basically describing free markets and capitalism. Yeah, a small business owner. Yeah, and so when I look at verses like that, once again, I'm not saying capitalism is strictly Christian or Christianity strictly has to be capitalism, but capitalism uh, employs so many principles and characteristics, biblical principles of God, that it's almost hard not to to lean that way if you're a believer and and, and understand why it works so well in this world. Yeah. You know, if your engine runs on W, you know, WD-40 and you put in a different weight and it doesn't run as well, well then what did you expect? Right. This world was created by God with certain principles. And when you, when, when you have a certain economic system that, that, like I said, takes advantage of those, well then, yeah, you're going to see, you're going to be prosperous. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, and we've talked about it before, Jason, there's a lot of non believers, non-Christians that are that are very successful in business and using innovation Christian principles. using Christian principles, <laughs> yeah, right. because the Lord set the world up that way to exactly. work that way, you know, yeah. um, hard work and uh, trying to fulfill people's needs through business and rolling up your sleeves and working late and right. buying something that's that, you know, is profitable. These are all godly principles. Right. And this is something that socialism and communism just simply can't do Yeah, uh, because man has fallen Mm -hmm. Um, like jefferson said government is a necessary evil it's necessary but it's always evil because men's hearts are evil yeah and if you give full control right to a government in socialism or communism without anything mutually beneficial because you're taking that away now you have a government at force saying i own the means of production Mm -hmm. i own uh, private uh, property what is the government's incentive for it to be mutually beneficial right unless they lock every single person up then they would go oh man we got to start stop locking people up. So we actually have some workers. Yeah, there isn't any, I mean, have you ever noticed a secretary of state or a DMV? They don't care how long it takes. They're not tracking their uh, call times. They're They're not following up with a survey. (laughs) What are you going to do? Go to the competition. The government has no competition. (laughs) It's forced. (laughs) Hey, you have to pay $250 a year to put license plates on your vehicle or go to prison. Yeah. That's not mutually beneficial. That is a threat with force. Do it or you're in prison. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's literally what will happen in Michigan. If you don't pay registration, they will take you to jail. Right.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Go, well, g- going, going back to, uh, what you were just talking about with, um, just the, uh, well, you kind of alluded back to the, to the pay, I'm all pay over the gap. Place, man. Yeah. I'm you're, you're going, no, no, this is great. This is awesome. I love this because I know how, how much you've studied this and read up on it. And I'm just trying to keep up here. But, uh, but yeah, man, I, I think that there is a, uh, There's a disconnect whenever we start talking about meeting in the middle as the CEO and the guy scrubbing the toilets or whatever the lowest job is. I don't, I, I, you know, whatever. So anyway, I've been there. I've done that. (laughs) (laughs) I have definitely done that at companies, but, uh, but anyway, I, I mean the, this whole idea of the CEO And the person at the bottom making the same amount. Well, I think one thing that I start to think about is you don't know what it took the CEO to build that company. You don't know what the CEO does every day. Some someone doesn't know where his money actually goes. And no, I'm not fighting for Jeff Bezos right now. I'm not fighting for the millionaire. I'm just They're, saying very, very quickly though, yeah. Jeff
0: Bezos worked 60 plus hours a week and out of a garage for almost yeah. 20 years before you he became the he Jeff became, Bezos you know now.
1: Exactly. So let's not yeah. act like Exa- someone just yeah. gave
0: him 148 <laughs> right, billion dollars. Right, right. on.
1: He was working hard to get there, right? And and I mean, you know, and, and I and I might be on the um, on the cusp of this argument argument um what i'm about to say might be a little bit controversial but sometimes i do think like how much is too much oh 100 you know and i mean like 148 billion congratulations right um but then again that is his company what he has generated you know, and, and it's like, you know, how do you even step into that argument? How do you even say, okay, well, no, you've made too much. We're going to distribute it to everybody. You know, we're just going to take it from you. We're going to, we're going to tax you even higher now, you know, you're, you're not going to get away with this. And it's like, well, I haven't done anything except been successful. So, you know, what, what are we, why am I even having to argue this point? (laughs) Right?
0: No, absolutely. And yeah, of course, uh, you can get to a point where you're obsessed with money. The Bible mm-hmm. talks about the love of money, yeah. right? Uh, Proverbs talks about um, seeking, thing, uh, seeking material things and then covetousness, covetousness. Yeah. And what good is it for a man to own the world and give up his soul? Like mm-hmm. these things are real. But here's the thing you'll see too, a lot of these guys that have uh, you know, gobs of money, mm-hmm. right, billionaires. Mm-hmm. Why do you always see them going into ph- uh, philanthropy? Yeah, and giving away money because they realize that there is no true happiness in money. Right, and I hear people go, "Oh, people who say money can't buy you happiness has ne- has never had money." The point is, whatever is internally wrong with you in your own depravity will not be fixed by material goods, money, or power. Right, it can only be fixed by one thing, and that is the saving blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You want to change the way that uh, billionaires and CEOs use their money, preach the gospel to them. Yeah. Um, Have a biblical worldview. Yeah. Understand that uh, God uh, has given us stewardship over this earth and over the material goods. Understand that everything ultimately belongs to him. Like that's the way you change uh, society and you change CEOs and billionaires and All these people that we've just put in a box and said, Oh, they're they're bad people. Now don't you said this before we started recording Mm. and I agree with you, Jason. Mm. Like we're not sitting here saying there isn't bad CEOs and bad billionaires and people who are just horrible, wretched people who are doing bad things with their money and selfishness and covetousness and all these things. Yeah, that's called a fallen world.
1: Right, right. They're
0: out there. But to then take an economic system that takes advantage of godly principles and say, because they use that system to fulfill their own depraved desires, mm-hmm. that system should be thrown out. I think, wow, is that so far off right. base? Because that same person real quick, that same person, how bad are they going to be in socialism or communism? Yeah. When they have complete authoritarian control.
1: Exactly. Well, and, and too, I mean, I, I think that, you know, when it comes to, business, when it comes to uh, growing a business, some some that are making the argument that, you know, well, this person has more than me, I should have the same, or, you know, they don't know how hard a person has worked, right? They don't know um, uh, how many hours they put in, but also that person that built that company found something and tried to make it better, you know, tried to build something, tried to make something that would, that would, uh, you know enrich people's lives possibly. Sure. I mean, um, uh, or, or, um, uh, they, they have, uh, employees that they've had for 20, 30, 40 years, who knows they've given, um, helped with, uh, someone's, uh, financial, um, economy, you know, in, in sure. their life. Um, but yeah, I, I think that if there is any, if there is any youngster out there listening right now, I would say go out there and build something and yeah. get, your 20 employees get your 50 employees get your 300 employees and treat them the way that you see fit you know as it is your business i, I, I would right? say
0: as you uh, are commanded in the bible yeah to treat as you're commanded. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah amen yeah yeah no uh it's it's so crazy that when we look at someone who like we keep using jeff bezos but whoever bill gates or warren buffett or any of these guys mm-hmm. and they just go oh they have all that money so it's so crazy to me and i think this is partly why Trump won. I'm going to go off on a tangent here, mm. but I remember in 2012, my father and I, I think it was 2012. Uh, my father and I were watching a debate with Romney and Obama. I think mm. that's when did he ran in 12 or eight, 2008. It was, it was, I don't know. Uh, 12. I, uh, either way. It was 12. He was getting hammered for be by Obama for being worth $250 million. Uh-huh. And he was like, kowtowing. He's like, well, you know, I'm, so, he was apologizing yeah, yeah. for having $250 million. Yeah, right. Right. And, my father looked over at me and he goes, You know what? You just need to have a, a, a candidate that comes out there and goes, Yeah, I'm worth a lot of money because I work really hard. Right. And I've created trillions of dollars of wealth for all my workers. Yeah. yeah and they have right. jobs and they make house payments and uh-huh. they make car payments. And I'm not ashamed to be wealthy at all. Yeah. And lo and behold, a few years later, here comes Trump. And he basically did that. Said now, that. <laughs> in no way am I, you know, am I trying to compare biblical stuff to what Trump said. Yeah. But there's something about that, that because there's, there's truth in that. Yeah. There's truth in Jeff Bezos or Warren Buffett, they might be worth billions, but do you know how many trillions of dollars of wealth they've created through that? Right. Right. The guy who buys the private jet uh, helps employ the hundreds of people who built it, designed it, engineered it, the Mm -hmm. aviation crew, the pilot, the stewardess. I mean, right down to the raw material, people pulling the raw materials out of the earth. It's like, that's how a free market works. Mm -hmm. Just because you have jealousness in your heart when you look at that and say, I want that right. Or covetousness that says you envy, you can't have that because I don't have it.
1: Or the bitterness where, where it says he has that and I can't believe it. Yeah. You know,
0: but yeah. When in fact, you know, we talked about this on a short Mm -hmm. gratefulness and being content with, with where you are. Mm -hmm. And I, I even said in my twenties, I was like, you know, keep up with the Joneses. Like I got to have the newest car, the bigger house, the, you know, go Mm -hmm. on the vacations and, uh, it, it was really getting into reformed theology in my mid twenties and huh. like reading the Bible and going, Oh my gosh. And Ecclesiastes, you, one of your favorite books yeah. we talked about, yeah. um, on the episode so that's, that's coming out next week. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't really matter. Right. What good is it to have all those things? Right. It doesn't bring true happiness. Um, unless your heart is changed, unless the Lord, you know, takes out your heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of sad, depressed people with yeah. a lot of nice things. Yeah. But in fact, when I started reading through the Bible and understanding who God was and who I was in relationship to him, it was like... Yeah. It's nice to have nice things. Yeah. I want to provide for yeah. my family. You for work sure. really hard to provide for your kids and mm-hmm. your wife. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you did something last year that most people do not have the stones to do. Can I have to <laughs> say stones do not <laughs> have, have the <laughs> intestinal fortitude to do. Yeah, I'll just say it. <laughs> yeah, like right. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I studied, you studied, you looked, yeah. you, you weighed out the pros and cons. You didn't just look before you leaped. You were like, I'm thinking about this. I'm praying about this. Yeah. Talking to my wife. All right. I'm gonna make the jump. Yeah. I'm making really good money at, mm-hmm. uh, you know at ford i'm i've been there a while i got all this stuff and i'm going to go start my own business right. because I feel like there's flexibility there, there's freedom there. I think if I'm diligent about this, mm-hmm. which you are, yeah. you know, I always. It's funny because I, I always text you at like eleven thirty <laughs> at night, or like midnight when I'm still up thinking about podcast yeah, stuff, and you yeah. don't answer because you get up at four a.m. to watch <laughs> yeah, the markets. I'm like, oh dang, yeah. that's what I forgot. He's biblical, early to bed and early to rise. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm over yeah. here being a heathen, staying up till midnight. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, it's so funny. I know. As soon as I send it, I'm like, what time is it? Oh, it's eleven o'clock. I always heathen. have it on silent it. anyway, so yeah. I don't. But
1: but no yeah good for you but
0: uh yeah so it's like I don't know where we were going with that but uh yeah but yeah
1: I think I think it's just the hard work ethic it's I mean and I know everybody's like what that's all anybody wants to say pull your pull your bootstraps up and get out there yeah pull your yeah yeah and it's like well yeah like I mean I don't even know how else to say it it's like when you work
0: hard I mean. Well, Proverbs 13, 4, the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing mm. while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Yeah, so it's true. a biblical principle. We're not, not like trying to you know, give you secret sauce or some right. incantation. It's like this is a biblical principle that God speaks about in his word. If we as believers truly believe that the word yeah. of God is true, yeah. then we must look at these verses right? Proverbs 14, 23 in all toil, there is profit, but Mm -hmm. mere talk tends only in poverty, only in poverty. I mean, think
1: about how much you had to study to be a a great real estate agent or meet with people or network or or whatever, whatever it is you had, you have to know how to do those contracts before you even show up in my house. Like you did last (laughs) November. I was, I asked you questions and you were like, blah, blah, blah. blah. (laughs) You know, like you answered them every point, the, the way that, you know, it needed to be answered, but you were professional about it because you had worked hard and studied your craft, you know this. This isn't just. Uh something that you're just doing on the side or you just jump into and all of a sudden everything's just great. You know, it's just, it's the same with the market. Like, you you know, you can't just throw your money at, at a, at a ticker like Ford or something and be like, Oh man, well, I'm just going to throw it in there and
0: read a Reddit Reddit theme. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, like, you know, throw your money in AMC. I mean, that definitely helped a lot of people. And (laughs) then no, this is not financial advice whatsoever to anyone, but full uh, disclosure, we're not advising you on
0: what (laughs) stocks to buy
1: thing but uh but yeah but anyway it's yeah. it's hard work it's being diligent and yeah
0: yeah so to kind of uh wrap this up yeah, yeah. so capitalism mm-hmm. uh i think and the best economic system we've found so far right. that employs the most godly principles would that mm-hmm. be a good yeah. summation yeah. free markets same thing
1: without straw manning
0: without and, the, without yeah. yeah without all the straw man yeah. so when, when i look at capitalism and and uh free markets I see many biblical principles that are employed there. Mm -hmm. Is there room for improvement on any economic system? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We're like, I keep saying it. We're in a fallen (laughs) world with people who are greedy and men want power and, and you know, everyone wants to be in charge and do their own thing. But at the end of the day, we have to live our life by the laws and precepts of God and the principles that he has created in this world. And I find capitalism to be one of the closest ways to do that when, when done correctly. Right. And you reap the blessings mm-hmm. of that, whether you, you own a business or not, whether you are diligent at your work for a certain wage that you agreed to and then get promoted or get a wage increase or get a better job. Those are all, com- that's the common grace of God yeah. when his principles work in your life And you benefit from those. Yep. Yeah. Amen. You got anything else? No. All right. As we close up here too, uh, I want to do something a little different here. So we've been getting some uh, updates on or some reviews on Apple, and I wanted to read a few, and I wanted Sweet. to get your reaction. So, yeah, yeah. so I didn't know about yeah. Newsy News. You didn't know about this. So no. we We're both surprising each other. So, yeah. guys, if you want to leave us a review, too, you can do it anywhere you get your podcast. Probably the most popular place people listen to our podcast is on Apple, but we're on Google and Pandora, and, heck, you can talk to Alexa if you want in your home, and she'll start playing Dead Men Walking. But, um, and it
1: helps a lot with the algorithms. It does help
0: with the algorithms algorithms to leave us right. a review so if you do like the podcast please reach out and leave us a quick review um so uh, let's see this podcast has it all tell me what we think yeah yeah true or false this podcast has it all five stars it's just what you're looking for from theology to hot topic politics love it subscribe you won't be disappointed nice how much did you pay mandy to write yeah that? yeah seriously i think she
1: <laughs> might have said no <laughs> uh,
0: this is a nice one here too such a great duo i like that word hey duo there we go the dynamic duo. Love this podcast. They find such great guests to interview who have such amazing insight on theology and doctrine, <laughs> as well as, whoops, I got to click on it, as well as their own great knowledge they share and touch on with theology and events happening in the world and how we should respond as Christians. Man, Ooh, we like tricked
1: that one. them. Yeah, that no,
0: one, I'm <laughs> <that> one's <laughs> I know, right? Gotcha. That's awesome. That one's from Love, uh, people Love are, Theology. People are really nice out there. They wow. Are. Thank you. Uh, let's see. We'll do one more here and yeah. then we'll wrap it up because this kind of sounds a little, feels a little. Read mine. So. Read mine. <laughs> Read. <laughs> <Now I'm joking. laughs> uh, I like this one here. I had the pleasure of getting to know both of these guys at the Fight Laugh Feast conference. Mm. I can assure you. They are a couple of rowdy, Jesus loving reformed fighters for God. Nice. Every conversation was a joy and this podcast is going to be a beautiful add to the reformed community. Love it. Oh, and that was from Dougie Fresh.
1: Oh, heck yeah, awesome. man. Dougie up in Seattle. That's <laughs> hate, who it
0: was. I hate that you know who that is. <laughs> I totally know, who know it. And you know where is. they live. Yeah, right. <laughs> Between knowing all of all of the people that we meet and, and also knowing how to pronounce the guest names. Oh
1: no, I had to I had to look I that one up. I had to look that one. Stand
0: you. <laughs> awesome guys well thanks so much for listening as always make sure you check out our youtube channel make sure you check out instagram make sure you check us out anywhere you get your pods it's just dead man walking podcast you google it we come right up dmw podcast if you want to check out our website get to know a little bit more about uh, myself and jason we got some bio pages on there you can leave us a review there you can leave us a review on apple we love it Jason, I think we're out. Thank you, guys. God bless. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Dead Men Walking Podcast for full video podcast episodes and clips or email us at deadmenwalkingpodcast at gmail.com. None, you